Let's do this thing. We talk. All right. Concost. Concost 69. Yeah, okay, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As per usual, the conversation dries up the second of microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this, man. Let's try um, <coughs> segment called Nutting It Out. Nutting It <laughs> oh, Alright, zip. Just like jacket. No, but, um, th- this can be our segment where we actually do something that vaguely seems. Um, like the, the, so, Nutting It Out would be our segment for working out personal projects. Right, okay. So shit, you know, shit we're actually thinking about together. Sure. So I'm thinking we go with Atlas. Atlas. The, the, the airplane. Yes, the six episode type thing we yeah. had set up. Yes, yeah. kill bands. So I, I actually got to the point where I, we should do a basic overview, shouldn't we? Otherwise this is just Greek to anyone who listens. Um, the idea being, what's the elevator pitch? The um, world died... It's well, not quite our world. It's very similar, but not quite our world. Um, world died, and airplanes circumnavigating the globe with people on board it who are trying to perfect a device that will bring the world back to life, and also just dying of depression sitting on a plane. Yeah. yeah. So think Snowpiercer, but they have an end goal. Yeah. They're not just waiting for the world to thaw out. And, They're and trying it's, to develop it's some sort of. A, it's not a story about just people being dicks. No. just being shit to each other because that's how you make a plot seem spicy mm. but um I wrote like the first episode in the third yeah and as well as all the character descriptions yeah. those are all and that's where I I tried to write I think just one of the different episodes because you had outlined what you wanted to do yeah with each phase yeah I think I just picked one that seemed the most interesting to me so and started yeah. writing for it um names <laughs> um, have you been characters they never had they're all just named after their job positions yeah um, I was the younger girl and is it an engineer yeah um, the, the, the young the second youngest female character yeah yeah and the engineer and I think it just started off with a conversation um, them in the mess hall yeah the, the eating facilities while he was being I don't know, I can't remember how it played out but um, it's mostly focusing on her I think Um, and I wrote this before Rogue One happened Okay. (laughs) but the scene did you get undercut by somebody else's plot? not plot but Uh, the the, the scene itself where she's at the top of the satellite and um, she's like it gets obviously hit and the, the platform is collapsing and she's trying to scramble her way back up it yeah might have been from a, one of the deleted scenes where the TIE fighter flies up and confronts her yeah. but well, um, there, there was some of the um, there was some of the trailer shit that never actually got into film eh? oh yeah but I think her actually scrambling to get when she put the thing and then had to run back to the satellite to actually yeah. upload it and, and change course correct it yeah I had something very similar you know, because they've got the, the, the fueling stations. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, so I wrote a plot. I wrote a, a bit about um, them coming up to the next stocking point to be able to refuel. Um, oh, so that, that's actually that's episode two. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Refueling in January. Oh, yeah. <laughs> episode uh, one, first port rotor, the third port rotor failure or something. Okay. So that's just a pilot episode where the characters. Um, they're all basically asleep except for the pilot because mm. he's his character is just a workaholic who's basically given up on any sort of personal anything. Yeah. Um, they all just a, one of the engines craps out in the middle of the night or oh, early yeah, morning, yeah. and they all it's sort of yeah you get to see a flyby of all the characters doing their different roles in a crisis situation just mm. to introduce you to them. And then yeah, episode two is I don't know whether that's how you wrote it, but episode two is the supposed to be the um, sort of like a, a first glimpse into the coming of 
Yes, I think that's she, what I was So that, that was her, right? I yeah. think it was, yes. She has to, they allow her for the first time to actually do, she's the only one on the craft that doesn't have a proper role mm. because she's She was too young when it started. Yeah, she was too young, but she's basically the kidnapped daughter of the, um, the guy who manipulated and caused the, uh, got everyone on the plane sure. and is the scientist. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. So, up till that point, yeah, she's been too young and she's the only one on board who isn't a specialist. Doesn't have a skill set yeah. at all, she's just only learned from, yeah. yep. And so the, yeah, episode two is meant to be her attempt to, um, her finally being allowed to do something worth a damn and her attempting to convince the others that she is worth a damn, but, yeah, so go on, what actually, what... When saying that, I think what's quite good to develop potentially is her trying to figure out which one of them other crew members she should start apprenticing under. Yeah. Who she developed, she, yeah. Um, I, I think she develops feelings for one of the younger, like the, I'm pretty sure it was the engineer, or yeah, somebody she, with a yeah. vision to be quite near she her really, age, or just um, was young. It's the, yeah, closest in age to her, yeah. and, um... But at least ten years older than her, yeah, or maybe five, or six, seven years like older. In my mind, she's quite a uh, sort of snarky, almost Latina type character. Yeah. And that's, that's not for the sake of, oh Jesus, she's walked down the room. Yeah. Yeah, for, for the listeners, we're, um, I don't know how much you'll actually hear of the car in the recording, but we're currently driving away to a uh, uh, spicy beach weekend. <laughs> so that's why spicy Latinas are in my head. Yeah, um, um, yeah. yeah but it's, it's not the. It's not that that's a, that is absolutely a racial stereotype, but um, yeah, how would she be a spicy Latina woman if she hasn't that doesn't have <laughs> that Latin sort of culture? Nations, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the imagine, um, do you remember Disney's Atlantis? Yeah, the female engineer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who that she's modeled on. Okay, cool. That's that's so visually she, and mentally who I started with. Yeah. So off the top of my head, I the two things that I have written is just a. Uh, a uh, conversation, bit of character development between her and the guy she's kind of like developing lady feelings for, but he's completely dismissive of her because of her relationship to the dude that caused the entire shit. Like, he, he doesn't really see her as anything but just a. The kid? Yeah. I. Um, but that's how I started writing. I think that's how I ended up writing. But the, the action point I kind of had seen um, was that they need an extra pair of hands to do oh they're, they're trying to do the refueling thing and the way I think that you had designed how they refuel they literally just do a flyby without technically stopping and it manages to refuel somehow so the um, the, the boy yeah. that the, they connect to yeah, yeah. travels at a um, a lower altitude yes is, but they are always driving in um, like figure not a figure eight uh, um, giant oval yep. like a NASCAR track yep yep and so this is, I the think, stop based system. off of how real, real refueling works in real life. But um, except they do it with planes. Have you ever seen the movie Stealth? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the <laughs> yeah, giant refueling blimp, basically. The incredibly the, accurate movie Stealth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Jessica Biel. Uh, vehicle, stealth. Jessica Biel, Jamie Foxx, <laughs> and an AI stealth fighter, and the AI stealth fighter had the most personality, I think, from yeah. what I gathered. Yeah. Was he? That was um, Pumpkin Guy, wasn't it? You Noel Kilmer's voice. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Good talk. Um, he. The idea being you. Your, <laughs> your pumpkin. Your reference to Mel Kilmer. It's based on a turning into a pumpkin. It's a family guy show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, so it, it travels, and you basically catch up to it while it's on one of the long straights of its journey. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you, they slow down at lower altitude to meet it. Yeah. So and, the, the um, thing that I had is that and they connect up to it with an actual physical tube. Yes. And the way that I wrote it was um, that they were doing that, and naturally something fucks up that it doesn't connect properly or something like that. Yeah. And one of them has to basically board the boy to connect it up like the boy's so, end disconnects slightly so and it's not and is in it, my mind one person has to actually get on the boy yep. and turn it off right okay well that yeah and the other person has to connect up the hose yeah 
So I think what I wrote was that she ends up going out to the boy, yeah. even though the other guy probably was wanting to. Like yeah. they wouldn't, like, her climbing onto something and flicking some switches seems more like what that lady do than her actually manhandling a giant hose and trying to keep it up. Yeah, so they send her out to do that, and um, I, I just wanted a little bit of... Um, I, I that, that in the boy there is a um, obviously it's more or less automated and there's yeah. programming involved but because I, I wrote the, the, there's flooding. A, the flooding holy shit this is amazing um, yeah, for, for, for if we ever end up with an international list um, New Zealand was recently hit by a very crappy cyclone that didn't really do much damage but there is occasional flooding like it wasn't crappy but it just barely hit us yeah, when everyone it, thought it would there was massive like state of emergencies announced and then it fundamentally just kind of hit the coast and bounced off uh, it was our Katrina um, never forget <laughs> um, but that I, I one cow <laughs> was killed I wrote that there was almost like a um, zero cow an, an android built into the boy like when she enters it to turn it on that there is a, a like a helper thing that kind of is part of that system yeah that can help navigate all that kind of thing yeah and it um it possibly malfunctions assumes that it's somebody in there that shouldn't be in there and starts attacking her oh, right. and um, that she has to try to <laughs> connect it all turn it all on while something's actually trying to um, and it's pissing down with rain that's what I imagine that the entire like the world is just pissing down with rain at this current time and she's trying to get across a, a small um, metal um, grating like walkway yeah. or possibly like a fancy sci-fi ceramic yeah. white looking one that's fucking as soon as the water hits it it's surprisingly slippery and yeah. I just imagine I just got the the image of her first uh, pissing down in rain that's what it was it pissing down in rain and her trying to slowly navigate through the harsh winds and the, and the rain walking across this uh, this platform this walkway to get inside the buoy um, and slips hard and actually slips off off the side of it off the side of it and as she's about to fall then robot hand just comes off and grabs her oh, and lifts her up and that's when she, like, she breaks out naturally because she didn't know there would be like a weird iRobot android helper thing in there and pulls her up and I think that's all I pretty much wrote up until but there was a yeah there was a round no, it wasn't conflict with a yeah. killer robot that's right it was just that yeah, holy shit there's a life form that yeah, she wasn't yeah. aware of that no one briefed her on I, that there's like something the in there being run by a sort of computer system yeah. but um in my head, they're sort of in about World War Two. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether it would gel with that kind of technology. Mm. But at the same time, there are very... I've, I've kept in it sort of its borderline steampunk, but there's weird pockets of surprisingly advanced stuff. Yeah. Like the... Um, like, and it could play out to the sense that, it, holy shit, this thing actually shouldn't exist, but the guy who was building, or, the, you know, based himself at this particular fueling station, yeah. tinkered. And he died long ago. Maybe it's his brain in this fucking mechanical body. Um, that, that I kind of like. But they don't know that for a long time. They just assume that he is just a, you know, it could be, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the idea for me was the, um, the plane itself, I think that's in the little bio thing I wrote, and the boys are leftovers from war technology. They yeah. They've just been yeah. um, hybridized by the scientist after he bought them. Yeah. So I, you can definitely work that in. The original idea was that in their time they were manned by one. Yes, I remember you wrote that, and that's I think what I yeah. So that's turned it into like an Android hand grabbing. Yeah. The idea of that he that is kind of cool that he actually worked himself into it, and he's sort of dead, but yeah, it's still there. I was also thinking about too. Um, so I actually watched the for a bit of inspiration, rewatched the Godzilla trailer yeah. with that Space Odyssey music on it. Yeah. In terms of time frames, yeah. with between that. If the plane had to leave and come back around back to that docking station, how long would that take? Uh, there are two. There are two. One at each pole. Okay. Yeah. So that's the um, the idea is that again with the flooding, Jesus, it's almost touching the road here. Because um, whether or not we make the main point of it, that <laughs> she gets abandoned on that boy with that robot man, and she has to wait for them to come back around. And then, uh, meanwhile, on the other side of them, the people on the plane are arguing internally about whether or not they change their direct route to go pick her up because she'll be dead by the time they come back around and she assumes that she's been left for dead yeah and she's only got the company of a man who had, oh. was also left for dead wait no they find uh, they find another one of the characters on the boy do they? 
that's the that's the um, he, he is meant to be as much a symbol of hope as the actual first sort of Nell of the end. Right. So um, the character Ed. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. He is unconscious on the boy when he shouldn't be because mm. there's no. So he should have just been. You can change it to he saves her. She didn't know he was there. Yeah, yeah. No one's meant to be there. He grabs her. Yeah. Because he, um, he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't exist. There's no way for him to have been after them for that long. Kind of a very Solaris kind of way that there's for some reason his body on the on the, yeah yeah on the ship. Cause, yeah, and um, he because yeah. that's the last boy they ever see. Yeah. When they finally see, because um, they don't get around to the next pole. The logic was that it's I just said stuff, but it's a giant planet. Yep. Like it, it's gravitationally the same as Earth, yeah. but. Because it takes them 12 months to do one yep. circuit of the globe. Yep, yep. Um, the, when they get to the next one, they see in the light of early morning or something like that, or dusk, I can't remember yeah. how I had it in my head. They just see the burning hulk falling out of the sky. Oh, right, right, yeah. So they, the, yeah. The, yes, I remember that bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The la- this is the last boy they ever see before it. Um, and when it doesn't refuel properly, there's no goddamn way they can wait 12 months no. to get back around to it. No. So they've got to figure out what they want to do, change their flight path yeah. if they can. Yeah. And so at that point, they've already lost the scientist. Yeah. So it's like, oh, maybe we could salvage this. Maybe the combined intelligence of the doctor, scientist, woman, and the engineer, maybe they could sort of work out some of what the doctor was trying to do. Yeah. But they fundamentally work out that he didn't know and he never knew. The young girl takes a liking to Ed. Mm. He's friendly to her, but ultimately indifferent because he's not really. He, he's never supposed to feel like another person. Mm. Um, I imagine if anyone's going to pair up the cook and the engineer, yep. they're both the sort of um, misanthropes of the crew. Mm. Whether or not you already have them paired up as an almost patriarch matriarch to the to the group, even though they're not officially in charge or officially the oldest or officially anything, but they're, they're a joint thing yeah, to begin I, with. I mean, them as two characters, I would say they are they would have an incredibly informal relationship to each other. Yeah, yeah. And um, but people might see them as a team, maybe. That point, I but, think yeah. if they were hooking up, the other characters almost wouldn't know about it because they'd sure. keep it secret because yeah. they're not um, they're not open people. Sure. I mean, because what the the engineer gave up her own gave up her child yeah. for adoption, and she doesn't really feel guilty about it. Yeah. And the cook is a um, can of beans. Is it just a John Benjamin? Stephen Seagal from um, Under Siege. <laughs> not Chris, the so it's not Christopher Maloney from um, <laughs> Wet Hot American Summer? The Vietnam War vet works in the kitchen as the, as the cook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Is> basically. <laughs> just a, a grumpy, sarcastic. Um, everything's a joke to him. Not necessarily because he wants it to be, just because he's that screwed up. Yeah. writing a skit that was just not it was so what did I call it is it the women's refuge spitballing spitballing yeah yeah ball spitting so we share your (laughs) should we share your fantastic idea of a um, nude calendar shoot for (laughs) women's refuge should we do that one or should we do the or do the 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 one about the um, the the down syndrome interior design (laughs) Start with that one. Yeah, that needs okay, context. Yeah, provide yeah. the other one's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. The, the idea is that um, you take like a I don't know moon TV esque maybe sort of what's an American analog to that kind of deadpan flat almost a uh, human giant. But what's a what's a it's a documentary style comedy skit. 
so yeah, human joint maybe more so like almost your Benjamin has a man or um, something not, like season not, to a frisky pick up. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, uh, like V. V, yeah. Or, yeah, but more, um, more like a proper narrator. But like the behind the scenes episode or something, you mean? Like where yeah, there's a documentary crew following like, around. Like actual literal. Like this is John. John, oh, oh shit, road closed. Boo! Head or behind the rest? No, we'll be waiting for them. Yeah. Well, where's our updates, man? <laughs> it could be like roads closed. They Continue forward. Yeah, true. To be fair. Um, no, 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 no. We act enraged. Yeah. <laughs> quietly indifferent about the entire event. That's true. We, we mostly just spent 45 minutes trying to get a phone to, to pick up a microphone. Correct. To the point where in my head I was going, should I just go buy another self? <laughs> <laughs> We've made no money from this venture yet. Why would you sing? All I do is spend money. That's how I convince myself of making progress. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, well, it was dark. Um, okay, here's the... Too real! Too real. This is where we went last time we tried to do filmmaking. Just we ended out way, way, way out of town. Just cruising around this discussing flip. Russian politics. Mm. Well, that was... Oh, the oligarchy. If we had recorded that, we... Could. Yeah, it would have been helpful. Good. And we had these mics at that point, so we could have done it. I have a couple of... <laughs> damn it, I, have, I had a couple of books in the back of my car that I got, like, for, like, two bucks at a, at a bookstore. The one's The Rise of Mussolini, uh. and the one is um, uh, the Russian uh, political system in the 20th century. Uh. So we could have gelled on that. You can read? I can read! I... I can read if it's Russian literature. I just, I kind of just closed, um, down my eyes back and forth while not looking at the pages, running my fingers across it like I'm brailing it at high speed, like some sort of autistic Mercury rising child. Now, um, what do they call that? There's a, that is an actual thing, people that, like, just put their hand to a book and they can read the information. It's uh, supposed to be a thing, but I'm pretty sure it's not. It, yeah, I think it's just another film of cold reading. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's more shit. Yeah. It's malarkey. Yeah, so... Um, it's, it's a so you'd open on like a um, maybe a picture of him, like him, him at a desk sketching really furiously with a very very sort of serious like National Bank uh, what's that Beethoven Symphony that's on that app uh, yeah 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 I done the reference but I haven't watched a bank app for at least 10 years <laughs> I, I, I can barely stomach watching television no no Eating on a podcast? It's just gum. Uh, I'm not sure that's better. Can you just be chewing forever? Yes. Yes. Um, well, no, you can't have any. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so it shows him, like, furiously designing things on a, mm. on a pad, and I assume that would be very poorly drawn. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Or, or it, like, skims past him. It does a montage of his like furrowed brow with yeah. feet and sweat coming off, and, yeah. the, and the music, and he's flicking his hand up, but you can't really see what he's doing. You think he's building something, maybe threading something through something else, and it's just pulled back, and he's just <laughs> he's just managed to put his Velcro shoes on, <laughs> but very poorly. <laughs> see, see, the original premise of this was that the joke isn't that he's um, that it's not that he's um, Down syndrome; it's that he's not gay. <laughs> Yeah, the idea is supposed to be that it, it leads you through the whole thing acting like it's some great impressive feat that he's able to be an interior designer because he's Down syndrome. Yeah. And then it yeah, turns itself on its head in the end by pointing out that he's straight and that's why interior design is very difficult for him. Yeah. Because he shouldn't have that, those types of skills as a straight man. As a straight man. <laughs> Regardless of his, like, yeah. of his mental capabilities. Yeah. It's, it's just the idea is it's, you know, it's fuck you for, um, for, for assuming it was because he's down syndrome. Yeah, he's perfectly yeah. capable. Yeah. So, it's... <laughs> and I ruined that in one solid... Yeah, sk- yeah that's fine. But, but it's, um, it's totally just... Yeah, it's, it's riffing on the fact that 
that that's not a thing you can make a joke about. Mm. And it turns us on its head, but ultimately just, yeah. It says a lot about society, you know. <laughs> a lot about our thought processes, really. No, no, no. We we comment on how how it's society's fault, yep. and we're just yep. simply yep. there putting it forward to people. Yeah, I mean that that's, that was the joke with the women's refuge thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not that um, it's it's not that it's okay to make a joke about women getting beaten up. It's um, get, get, um you're nerd. Yeah, it's it's the. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, it? it was a shipping container yeah. with a um, with a logo on it called Royal Wolf, yeah. yellow yellowed background with a wolf howling up into the sky. But it looked like an emblem made in Metal Gear Solid, and it looked like one of the dropship container things that they oh. that you can that you can parachute out. Did you fault in it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet that's just a four-bedroom. Oh, yeah. No, I said, where are we after you already said the name of the town? We're at a military checkpoint. Yep. Check for illegals. Yep. You got your papers? Boat people. Yep. Ramekins. <laughs> Ramekins and um, Dune Goons. <laughs> Fuck. Race wars. Uh, uh, you know we're in a small town when sports world signs are still up. Sports world. They don't. You want to mind your business, don't mm. But everywhere else, I think. And we just passed the sign. It's a collection day, Friday, 21st of April. Is it Passover? Yeah, possibly. Well, this is like a purge town. Oh, ah, okay. Um, news. <laughs> we'll try a new segment of politics. 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 Pl- like road rash on my arm. I can still feel the dirt stuck in the wounds. <laughs> Bathe, man. <laughs> no, it's just. When I got it's home, mild. Just, just and I want you guys to listen very mild. Scabbing. Yeah, they're good, Mike. What are they filming? Are you uh, gonna say the brand name and be like, we just want to? Uh, yeah, this could just be our sponsor, for the five-minute sponsor. Rude. How do you how do you say the uh sound for the? Rude. Yeah, with an umlaut. <laughs> it's not an umlaut. No, it's a. It's a okay. Meant to be a zero. Nah, it's a, it's Danish. It's, it's pronounced the, Royd. I know in Swedish it's the same. It's the same. It's an O as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just launched my sunglasses <laughs> on my face and I feel He's, he's about, sitting up straight facing agility. forwards and his sunglasses fell off. I was scratching my eye and then I moved my hand forward to draw a symbol <laughs> in the air and I launched my sunglasses And by draw symbol, he means a Kyle. Oh, wow. Hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Pre World War II, I suppose, is for the Pledge of Allegiance. Because the Americans used to do that when they gave the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, and then they had to change it. And then the Nazis the stole it to make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Hitler, he's such a prankster. Just one big prank. <laughs> that man loved methamphetamine. Yeah. Wow. I mean, can you blame him? Oh. I read a story on some, some historian writing a thing about him. He got hit by a grenade. Well, I was in the room when the grenade went off and, like, burst both of his, both of his eardrums. And Is that that assassination attempt at the Tom Cruise movie? Yeah? Probably. Um... But all of his guys got fucked up. But he, he, like, same day, just got a shot of like a fucking speedball from his doctor, and then yeah. he was um, fully kitted out and uh, was loud and boisterous and excited, and nothing seemed to stop him. That people thought he was a man of, uh, well, no, not good character. That he was superhuman. Oh, okay. Well, like his people thought they were because oh, the doctor. Yeah, basically, it's like yeah, of course he's not going to feel his ears. Like his ears were constantly bleeding <laughs> from the burst eardrum. But he didn't feel a thing, or he didn't seem to mind the yeah. pain. Yeah. While they were treating it and stuff, and yeah, just give him a, give him a sneaky shot or something. It, it was cocaine. That's what it was. Yeah. It was pure, like pure, unadulterated German cocaine. But he 
the Nazis hated cocaine because it was, uh, and they promoted it as um, like a trash drug that the Jews used. Yeah, that it's dirty, gross. Like you don't use it, but obviously yeah. they. One of his, his doctors convinced him to take it and would put it like a swab of like pure, like on the back of his throat or up in his nose. Yeah. And it hit him just like. As I understand it, at the time, Germany was like fueled by microdosing of meth just because that was the um, newest. The elites probably used that, but um, his doctor would give him a mix of meth and cocaine. Um, and convinced him that the type of cocaine and the way that he was taking it wasn't considered um, unflattering and unbecoming of yeah. of him because he wasn't snorting it and he wasn't, yeah, okay. it, it was being dabbed on the back of his throat <laughs> by a professional. <laughs> and then it was cocaine-based, but it wasn't cocaine. But yeah, he was basically just drug-fucked you know, all the time. As you do. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, the portly woman with the sneakers and the red shirt. Uh, your house would be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> just swinging her arms, like, around her. Uh, uh, the one that's overtaking everybody up there by the pram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm assuming these are Christians, right? Oh, is that? It's Goop Friday. Goop, Goop Friday with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she has like a self-help fucking website oh, called Goop, Goop where she promotes yeah. shit that isn't real. Yeah, and then like um, lube is bad for your butthole, so use natural lubes for your butthole and stuff. Wow, it makes yeah. End of the day, she likes butt stuff, so she can't be that bad. The old GP. Goop Friday. Goop Friday. It's the, it's the day we all take one look at one of the power and say, yeah, maybe like 15 years ago. Yeah. She's one of those, one of those, um, yeah, they go sort of red and blotchy after some point, man. Yeah. But I guess it's probably too much like she's damage. Like she, yeah, she, like she's been always fair skinned, but now she's almost turned semi like ginger. Yeah, like all turkey buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> that said, I'm not sure. She, she, she is the daughter of Belife and Dano. Oh, yeah. like, the wispy. In her day, Belife Dana was way hotter. Oh, yeah, she was, but I've only ever known her as like a wispy, weird, yeah. flighty, flaky woman. Yeah. So, Belife Dana, she's American, eh? Yeah. Because I thought Paltrow was kind of. British nobility. No, she just thinks she's better than everyone. No. Is her father British? No. Maybe. So I want to say no. The only image of her dad I've got is, um, is, is Gene Hackman. <laughs> no, Gene Hackman from the Royal Tenant Bombs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a movie! Um, it was quite... I've seen bits of it. Mostly I've just seen Everyone hated Gene Hackman in the making of that movie. Everyone was terrified of him because he's a giant cunt, apparently. Was. Was. Is. Oh, is he alive? Oh, I don't know. Pretty sure. I, I, well, he made Welcome to Mooseport and retired. As anyone would. Oh, Ray God. Romano. Oh, Ray come Romano. on. My wife's a bitch. Uh, my kids committed suicide. Whoa. What? Uh, one of the twins from Everybody Loves Raymond hung himself. Oh, right. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they got one left. Did the daughter from there grow up to be hot? I don't know. Let's find out. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I feel weird thinking that, but she's our age. Oh, that's how old that show is. Ah. Yeah. Um, Remember the good old days when you would watch um, sitcom reruns during the week and then one night of the week you'd see the actual new episode? Yeah. Like Friends or Simpsons yeah. or... Yeah. That's because you had such a sort of short attention span as a child, you didn't notice that you're just being bombarded with so many fucking commercials, repetitive commercials, all the time. Yeah. You're just like, oh cool, the show's back on, let's watch it. And it was like the 16th time you'd watch that 
in the yeah. past three months, and it didn't matter because that's how we just did things as a kid. We wanted, yeah, the, the we wanted the same thing. And like, I remember somebody, some podcast I was listening to the other day, um, talking about that's just what you had to do with TV. I think it was Scott Bromley on the comedy button saying you, that's just what you had to do with TV because um, there's no way to guarantee anyone would be available to watch anything with any continuity. Yeah. Which is kind of why the sitcom happened. So you, yeah, you, you couldn't have a show that required you to watch it because if you didn't see it, you, there's an entirely possible chance you'll never see it again. Never see it again. Yeah. That said, like, sitcoms now. Well, fuck Chuck Lorre for ruining sitcoms. Uh, he, I don't think he How can you homogenize a sitcom? Like the industry of sitcoms, he managed to somehow. There's yeah. no original content, like like no. Is it though? She She's hot. Oh shows. yeah, yeah. But and um, what's her name that created the show? Whitney Cummings. Yeah, uh, yeah. She, I like her comedically, and her her show, her own sitcom, like her vehicle sitcom, that was actually pretty good. Her and her useless boyfriend. Yeah. Followed by a dude who I can't remember. Stand-up special on Netflix. So, daughter from can't tell. I mean, like oh, yeah. bottom half, yeah, but better here. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't know, but yeah. These days, I find that know, was her when we probably shouldn't be allowed to look at her, but she was our age, so fuck yeah, it. Yeah. That's what the twins look like. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, child actors, man. Weird, eh? Why didn't they ever make full-size people? Uh Yeah, yeah, I go there. Oh. Yeah. I don't... I'm not into the muscly chick thing. I think she's just big. Yeah. She's just no, what? Yeah, but, but like having built arms, you mean? Yeah. Like, like, you want like him squishy and palatable, yeah. like Play-Doh. Wait, not, not in a <laughs> Some, negative way. Not like no, 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 I know what you're paying. Yeah. But... Soft. Yeah. Oh, she's done up quite well. Twitter handle is um, is at real and then her character's name from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> wow. So even now she's still just a Actually Balone. No no she calls it hang on. Good radio. <laughs> yeah. Just I found myself on a, um, on a Wikipedia page about North Korean relations with New Zealand. We have those? Oh, we had, yeah. Like Phil Goff was the first person to meet with, in like 2002 with a diplomat from North Korea. And then in 2007, uh, old Winston was our um, Minister of Foreign Affairs. <laughs> That's how much um, swing he had in that, wow. in that, in that um in that government that he but, was able to negotiate that. For context's sake, this is New Zealand's most xenophobic douchebag. Xenophobic. He's also part Maori, but all he ever says about Maori people is rude stuff. Mm. He's his biggest ally to the um, crotchety old white New Zealander of any politician ever. Is that he's suave and slightly um, tanned, so um, yeah, the racist white folk of, of New Zealand. Um, Just assume he's a I feel drawn to him because it's like, oh, he's one of the Maori boys, but he's saying the racist things we want to say. We'll vote for him. Um, he was, yeah, he he, he flew to <laughs> he flew to North Korea to uh, to um, talk to uh, people over there about when uh, North Korea first tested their nukes oh, okay. to try to um, persuade them into disarmament. Yep. But I, there was a quote in there, like, you know, just coming off of your use of a vernacular, but he had <laughs> a quote that said, it was like, oh, yeah, we want to dissuade them from blah, 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 something, um, and hopefully they don't, don't do something rash again. And when I read it like that, I was like, no one in any other part of the world will understand what rash means in that situation. 
that's such a, that's not just a New Zealand. Universal, isn't it? I don't know. I just read a lot there and it's like, well, people know what rap, like, it's... Rash. Yeah. Rash, yeah. so that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, rash isn't just short for rash. It's short for irrationalism. Yeah, but like, if you expand rash, it's rational. Or is it short for brash? No. Rash. Rash, rash decision, decision, as in, yeah. Is that just its own word? <laughs> different words spelt the same as rash as body yeah it's, it's spelt the same it's as body rash, rash. yeah yeah. Like, like Gwyneth Paltrow has a rash <laughs> it's called goop <laughs> it's called blight dinner maybe she wasn't lubing her ass full of peanut butter <laughs> peanut oil uh. <laughs> it fries up real nice mm. the person at work the other day every time they walked around and then stopped like the, the, the air current that they were pulling behind them would stop and then like you know push yeah. forwards yeah. so you just get hit with this like sort of sweaty ass she just put this dragnet of air with her yeah. and it's just like oh dear god it's like a sweaty ass stagnant water shoe stink kind of Is it like when you've um, maybe a, like you've had like a protein drink or something, and you've opened the container it was made in? After like even a couple of hours, you're like, oh god, that's just hit me. I should have washed that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. But a woman yeah. brought that smell. Okay. Yeah. So maybe she's very protein heavy. Uh, oh. Maybe it was a feminine hygiene dealies. Yeah. Feminine <laughs> 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 hygiene dealies. <laughs> 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 Alright, that was politics and news. Yeah. Goop to Blythe Dana to the daughter of. To whether or not, yeah, the daughter from yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond is bangable. And we're allowed to think that. <laughs> should, she's we, our age. should we have a segment called Does She Hold Up? <laughs> Just, uh, let's, let's, not, let's not seem. We'll say, do they hold up? To find an attractive right, man yeah, who's that's, still, that's, still, still attractive. Yeah, Alright then, let's do that now. Who's a, Balance it. Who's a male from... Um, I mean, all, all, the, all the men I'd think of is like, oh, of course he held up, like Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah, yeah. and just gets better with age. Yeah. Um, and he seems to play fruitier and fruitier characters, so it's okay to like be on with that sort of way. I mean, this guy was no looker to begin with, but I've got a good idea because I already know the answer to it. Bob Saget. The man has not held up well at all no. for the reason you know. No, we need a, we need a young person. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we, we need, like, a child actor. <laughs> child actor. The, oh, do they look normal growing up? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jackie O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, um, somebody that's roughly age-wise out. Jonathan Taylor told us. Oh, yeah. I mean, he... <laughs> Does he still look like a boy? I'm questioning why you're asking. What's your motive, son? That's for me to know and you to just watch it. Glaze! Yes. Okay. The biblical sense. Uh oh, I killed Wilson. <laughs> it's so hard to type while we're driving, so it just comes out as Don Fulton, Taylor Toma. I'm assuming Google will do the rest. Yeah, it's not looking good, Chief. I don't know what the rest of the world's like, but New Zealand is... Uh, I remember being in Sweden, I got... They claim that 95% of the world has... Uh, 95% of New Zealand has um, cell phone coverage, but yeah, it seems like a very large stuff. five... No, it sounds like a very large 5% that we're constantly experiencing. I mean, doesn't. You drive back to Hawara... Yeah, you're gone for pretty much two hours. Yeah. Two hours of coverage, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not... Like maybe they've got the shit on the hills, but it doesn't no, it's like, come on, man. Well. The world has mountains, and they sort of their shit out. Yeah. And, I mean, what happened to the, oh, we've broken up the monopoly. Shit's going to be smooth sailing from here. How is a mountain any, or like large hills and valley areas any different to being in a place with massive buildings? Like you could just put a fucking tower at the top of it and be done with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, but I suppose, like, if you're talking, say, the Aokino Gorge mm. 
that shit only basically works on either side, doesn't it? Yeah. So you got a twisty turny road that you basically just have to stack shit on every part of the hill yeah. that doesn't have visibility to it. Well, here's an idea. Don't build a, a windy road through the bottom of the gorge. Build a fucking highway over top of it. Well, no. Sky roads. Sky roads. Wasn't that a shitty old game in like the... Remember that game? Sky roads or skyline or something? I want to say yes, but I'd be like... Lying. It was just a real basic 3D geometry game where you were in like a flying skiff thing. And you just had to hop from like um, road to road as the road sort of stopped in front of you and there was like basic obstacles. Like, and it, it was only in very basic colours, like kind of, I don't know, like a sort of burnt red and then like a teal green, and it was kind of like 80s futuristic looking. Yeah. It, it probably had, but I don't remember, like some sort of um, real, real sort of acid rock chip tune type, type music. Yeah. Like a 95, Windows 95 game. You basically just press left and right key in the spacebar. Tim-wise, we are, uh, we're at, uh, 46 minutes. Okay. Yeah. It's going pretty well. Nice. Oh, the old cheese barn. The cheese barn? Yeah, there's a cheese barn. Right there. Uh, Come on, man. I, I thought that was more of an idea than just a thing. <laughs> Observational comedy. Hey, oh. <laughs> Podcast listeners love that. <laughs> Them build we their iron understanding. Right? Yeah. yeah, we're driving. We're driving. We're driving. Uh, yeah, final movies. Movie? Mo- last movie nice. we watched that we liked, that we both saw. Have you seen Ghost in the Shell yet? Ghost, yes, I have yes. seen Ghost in the Shell. It feels like it's running at 1.5 speed, though. Yep. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah, I did too. But International audiences are liking it. Yeah, which is not surprising. Japan likes it. Yeah, exactly. One of the best rated movies I've ever made. Yeah. The original. Mm. Um, but America doesn't like it because it hasn't already seen the previous movie to mm. And, you know, I don't ever get a sequel because this domestic box office wasn't big enough. Mm. Fuck the movie, man. But, um, have you watched any of the making of Sinead? Yeah. Try to. Surprisingly more practical, practical effects. effects than you'd That's what I thought going in because the trailer's like, oh, yeah, this CGI fuckfest, it's going to look like Total Recall. Um, getting to it, most of, the, most of the. It seemed like it was mostly supported by physical sets. Yeah, it's it's 90% basically, and then. Or 80 maybe. Yeah. And then 10% is just um, digital polish. Yeah, and what they did a lot of. I could tell, like, they went with the approach that you see in old. Um, or low budget sci-fi films where they build a small set it's meant to be large area yeah. but they enclose it in like the last battle with the um, spider bot yeah. um, felt very enclosed, enclosed because it's like spot. physically or physically restricted to a certain space yeah. but it worked it looked yeah. it seemed really cool and, and the, the weird part for me was the, the street shootout yeah after the guys get hacked in the dump truck yeah yeah and yeah, yeah 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 it's a street in Wellington. It's yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's real weird to just be like, that, something about the geometry and road paint of that city looks familiar to mm-hmm. me. I mean, could have just as easily been Auckland. I might have been a back lot. No, it was definitely Wellington. They filmed everything down there. Very much studio, so they would have, um, they it might have been, been a back lot on the studio, to be fair, not I an actual street. I don't think it was. I think yeah. there was a real street. But they shut down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you know, they lock it in and everything. Oh, yeah, of course. But, yeah, yeah. Um, throw green screens up at the end of each street yeah, and just let it yeah. like a, the, the, I think one of the buildings in New is covered in saran wrap type shit mm. and, um, and scaffolding mm. but I'm not even convinced that it wasn't just how that street looked mm. which I like that type of shit yeah it's like uh, Monsters yeah they're still one of my all time favourite movies good movie yeah but the, um, the idea that the you know they just walked through places that were actually devastated by Hurricane Katrina mm. 
and that was how they made the demilitarized zone between South America and the North. Yeah. take what's there and shoot it artistically and then you don't have to worry about populating sets and especially if it's in a region that you've not really got their people in it currently you can actually do white angle shots remember those? yeah yeah like an actual wide just wide establishing shot of a huge landscape those can they just everything's the only thing that really jarred me was at the start of Ghost in the Shell I love the opening sequence of it being built but um that as well is surprisingly made in real physical, life. Yeah, yeah. Like even the the skin coming out of the thing. Yeah, yeah. They just that's a shot reversed. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Just dropped a white body in the goop. Yeah. And then, then reversed it, and that's her exposing out of the skin, adding things. Um, just the number of times they used the word ghost and shell when first describing the body that yeah, she was that, put in. That was awesome. Um, but I, I keep thinking back, is that what it? did it in the actual movie but it was just in Japanese so I didn't really care they used the word ghost and shell a lot when first explaining what she was um they always in the show don't say soul they say ghost yeah okay that's all that's all yeah because otherwise it just and when directly tra- it's just an English film it just sounds like truly she was a ghost yeah, in the shell yeah which I think they felt they needed to do because otherwise your average audience would go what the fuck because oh, a ghost. ghost in the shell mean? <laughs> no, you just use synonyms. You call her a husk. Yeah. Uh, hollow, you know. Right. Uh, Otherwise, you end up with people running around going Metal Gear. <laughs> and I think Ghost kind of explains itself the fact that she was seeing things. Yeah. She's being haunted. She's a ghost <laughs> of a former. Yeah. I was impressed that they actually had her go back to her mum at the end and be like, hey, it's me. Yeah. I honestly didn't think that would happen. Yeah. And it, it had one of those. Um, we don't know how to end this. Let's just wrap it up in a neat little bow type ending. Yeah, I think the idea was that we don't need to like the the she discovered who she was. That was really the main point. Point she had a mission to do. Yeah. And they resolved that. Yeah. Um, but now it's like we've set all the pieces in place. Yeah. If a sequel happens, cool. If it doesn't, cool. Yeah. But um. But um, isn't didn't she in the original anime film? And I haven't seen it. In felt like a real pilot years. though. Yeah. But did she didn't she actually go with? really remember I, I honestly like yes it, it ended with her ditching the, the body body yeah mm. and also I'm not sure he was ever a real person in the original he was just a program uh, a program that had gained so much intelligence and so much power that it was basically just a could, AI yeah could manipulate people into thinking he was real yeah but so much of that was shot for shot and I was quite oh yeah so well done um yeah I didn't like what you said with the Bato's eyes being part of the plot. Yeah, because it, it was that scene, that shootout scene in that club, that in the in the movie. Yeah. That's the reason he like he couldn't keep up with all the number of people that he was trying to kill, right? Yeah. And so he decided to get the upgrade. Well, no, he, 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 he um, came around the corner and got blown up. But in the original. That oh, didn't no, happen. In the no, original, no. he's always had those throughout the entire uh, series because he was a um, special ops. And all special ops, that's just the upgrades they make you get. Yeah. So there is an episode where he like post soldier that he's joined a, a he's joined the police force after being serving yeah, serving yeah, in the military. A, yeah. yeah. Mil. yeah. Um, post in the TV show, I think there's a situation where he fights some soldiers that have those. Um, uh, they've like turned to illegal work. Yeah. And they're from his unit. faction. Yes, I do remember that. And they have his eyes. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is good because. Yeah. Even the Major herself was never meant to be a advanced prototype. Mm. She is a... Um, it's a base model, like six bot, right? She's like a sex robot's body, uh, sex robot outer mm. built onto a, um, a... Terminator skeleton. Yeah, very, very, very high quality, like Black Ops, um, advanced military robot underneath. Yeah. And she, the only thing about her is, yes, she is one of the few that is just so completely robotic, there's no actual... Organic matter beyond, I think, her augmented brain. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know whether that's her. The idea it could have just been an, a physically, uh, uh, an augmented brain downloaded with her memories, uh, her personality. Yeah. 
Could have just been a brain in a tank that they had. No, I don't Still a bit hurt, right? they ever fundamentally explained that no. or confirmed it. But I, I, I could be wrong. I think in the TV show there is something like car crash related to the family. But yeah. um, she, she's been in robot bodies since she was a Eight or ten year old. Yeah, yeah. So she she's actually on like a they like they the more upgrade you age up in years they just just upgrade to the next body up. Yeah. So the, the kids sort of take them in a bit slowly, but do sort of just yeah they jump them in sort of um, like ten segments mm-hmm. rather than. Um, is it Togusa? Yeah. The guy yeah without the upgrade white black dude the actor. Yeah. Really good. And that's that's. Wasn't Neil? Yeah, exactly. Just, just, he refuses to upgrade his body. He's, he's, he's clearly struggling to keep up in that world, but manages to. Like, he's worked, celebrate, like, he's just got constantly. <laughs> seems like he's overworked because he refuses to um, play by their standards. Yeah, um, like, he doesn't have the jacks in his head, yeah. so he has to have that um, weird, like, band unit yeah. that sits around his neck. But, yeah, that actor did not get enough scenes, no. but not nearly enough, um, but the, fucking cool. The female agent. Yeah, that's what I figured as well. I yeah, seen. yeah. I, I really need to watch that, but it, it has the major as the younger, Good. younger major, which is, as I understand it, how she is in the manga. But mm. never like, I would have much preferred that chick's role and her lines potentially being given to Togus. <laughs> it's like yeah. he's been doing all the grunt work, all the paperwork to get everything online, and then he's going to let everyone else go do it, like the, the shit yeah. that's going to get him killed. Togus is the best. Yeah, and you could tell that because he had the best um, deductive reasoning yeah. when they were in that room together. And, he, and he's basically a classic noir detective yep. that refuses to keep with the times, wears a trench coat, mm. um, uses a, basically the blade runner for a revolver. And um, yeah, and that's why um, thing keeps him on the team. You can yeah. tell that. Yeah. But there's a whole episode about the fact that he um, gets the shit for not using it. Um, he, he's taken a court that's uh, like he fucked up something. Mm. Like he sold, he tried to solve a crime, and he ended up killing someone. Right. I think. Is it because he's using a gun that? And they suggest that doesn't um, have the right safety features. That uh, yeah, yeah, he uses a very analog gun. He doesn't have upgrades. He doesn't have all these things. And they suggest that that shows uh, um, sort of a divergence of he's not it's doing dangerous. what he should be doing. Yeah. yeah. There's more yeah. risk. Yeah, Even like though it's kind of all the plot points of the show, uh, plot points of all the that world are based around you've got the upgrades now you're vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean like the bloody. Like, I mean because the. Well, they'll have to use old like considered old school in this world satellites to keep track of this man. Yeah. There's no he's not in the system apart from his name where he looked like normal people in the system. Yeah, like there's a episode <laughs> where some guy gets assassinated and they do it by using a thing called interceptor. Mm. Which is just a um, virus that shuts off the connection between his eyes and his brain. Mm. It's all of a sudden he's just blind and he crashes on a bridge and kills himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I much prefer the idea of Ghost in the Shell to me should be a very high budget um, Netflix or HBO show. Mm. Sideways, they're like swimmers' goggles. They've got like a, a metal half circleish bit that goes right the way back into the um, side of the, the dip uh, of his, uh, his um, face. Whereas in, in the, the movie, socket, yeah, the eye just socket, like yeah. weirdly, grossly skinned up to the sides of his eyes, where no one really had skin. Guarantee there would have been different versions of it that way they would have designed, and they probably saw that one being the best. But yeah, but it, it, I found it pulled me out of it a bit because it looked kind of John Carpenter 80s if John Carpenter designed Riddick yeah (laughs) yeah
oh, this is what they do with movies, little tiny things in movies like that. They're like, that's not how I'm used to looking at it. And then like the sequel that has them slightly very, like slight variations of Batman suits and Captain America suits, all that kind of stuff changes slightly. And they seem, none looks exactly the same to what you've been used to, but they seem to get better and better. So that's probably what the, yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. Compared to what it was on the show, which is quite sort of hokey, early 90s sci-fi. Yeah, with like those kind of coggy looking digital yeah. gates things. Yeah, yeah. But they, they did, I like that they did keep the idea of you just become a digital version of yourself inside the thing. Because mm. I mean... Uh, terms of perception, right? That's how you probably would feel if you were being plugged into it. Yeah, and the... Um, For your brain to cope with it, you'd have to be put inside your own body again. Yeah, and, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a digital visualisation of an abstract concept, mm. so it could look like whatever it's been designed to look like. But your brain would function the best and most comfortably if it just felt like it was the world again. Gypsies. Oh no, the gypsy. You know what that's the same gypsy truck that I've seen up and down in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah so. Why is this gypsy carnival selling samurai swords? How <laughs> do you guys pacifists? <laughs> nah. More importantly, how do those cultures intertwine? Ah, you're selling crap. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> Gypsies rip people off. People like swords. <laughs> that's the intertwine. <laughs> 